0: Financial Grown-Up Guide, Three Strategies to Spend Money Like a Financial Grown-Up with Modern Frugalities, Jen Smith. You're listening to Financial Grown-Up with me, certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, author of How to Be a Financial Grown-Up. And you know what? Being a grown-up is really hard, especially when it comes to money, but it's okay. We're gonna get there together. We got this. Welcome, everyone, to a new financial grown up guide quick and easy tips from our experts to live life like a financial grown up. Today's grown up is personal finance writer Jen Smith. You may know her from one of my favorite podcasts, the Frugal Friends podcast. And just in time for the holidays, Jen is going to be walking us through her three spending strategies to keep us all on track. Here is Jen Smith. Jen Smith, welcome to the podcast. So excited to be here. And very excited for your new book, something we all need, Pay Off Your Debt for Good. It is going to be out in November and it follows your other book, The No Spend Challenge Guide. I think I would definitely fail that, by the way, just saying.
1: Yeah, I failed them a lot too. So that's why I felt like I could write a book about it because I did all the failures.
0: So we could grow from failure, right? Is that the expression? Something like that.
1: Probably. (laughs)
0: Uh, but something you don't fail out is frugality. You are an expert at frugality. You have your blog, Modern Frugality, which is awesome. And then, of course, my new favorite podcast, the Frugal Friends podcast, which you do with your friend Jill. And it's such, so much fun. It's a joyous show about being frugal.
1: Yeah. Cause frugality is supposed to be joyful. It's not supposed to be this like drudgery that makes your life inconvenient or scarce. It's supposed to be. Beautiful and life giving. And that's, that's how we do our podcast. We try and give life to it.
0: And it's also not about not spending money. It's about spending money the right way. And that's why for this Financial Grown-Up Guide, you brought us some information on how to actually spend money, which we all, well, I don't even want to say we all love to do because a lot of us have major issues with spending. So that's why we need your tips on how to spend money the right way. And you brought us three tips to get us started. Before we go through them, tell us the general philosophy behind this whole concept.
1: Yeah, so frugality should... Be something that you enjoy. It's about values based spending. And you can save money in things that don't matter as much so that you can afford to spend well in things that do. So that's kind of the whole mindset behind this type of frugality that I love.
0: Okay. So let's go through the three ways to spend money the right way, meaning like a financial grown up. Number one, focus on your habits. So, what does that mean? Focus on your habits.
1: Yeah. So people are always sad when they make a budget. Like the first of the month, they're really excited about it. And then by like the middle of the month, they've busted it and they want to start over. They'll just spend the last half of the month spending however they want because they'll just start over again next month.
0: Well, you already blew it, right? Right.
1: Yeah, I might as well. So focusing on your habits, though, can help you spend better and actually keep a budget. By building healthy spending habits and breaking bad ones, you can actually budget less. Because personally, I have a love-hate relationship with budgets. I realize their necessity, but also hate making them because I can't be that restricted to those limits. And so finding out what I spend money on impulsively helped me build healthier spending habits. So what's an example? So I used to go into Starbucks every time I drove by one. I would head through the drive through if I was in my car or if I wanted to get, I would go in. And so that was a habit for me. When I wanted to start spending better, when my husband and I started paying off our debt, we paid off $78,000 in 23 months. Amazing. Yeah, my Starbucks addiction wouldn't support that lifestyle. So I had to break that habit. The habit I wanted to start, the healthy one, was making coffee at home. So, how did I bridge that gap between the bad habit and the good habit? Part of it was making the good habit more attractive. If I made coffee at home six times in a week, then I would get
0: to go to Starbucks on the seventh. Or
1: I could even go to a really fancy coffee shop and get like a really expensive latte.
0: Were the really expensive ones better than the Starbucks ones, which you're implying are yes. not expensive? I mean, when you have somebody like making
1: like a little puppy face in your latte, <laughs> I, the whole experience is more better than Starbucks. So maybe I spent, you know, five or $6 on a latte versus my $4 at Starbucks, but it was a better experience. I would just try and incentivize and make doing the good
0: habit more attractive. And not going cold turkey. All right. Number two is figure out what you value. Yes. So I was
1: spending pretty impulsively when we first started paying off debt. And so instead of just trying to shave off a little here and there, I'm a very all or nothing person. So I had to go through a spending detox. It's how I learned about no spend challenges. It's how I've made all those mistakes. But really doing a detox allowed me to strip away all of the things that I was either spending habitually on or spending like because I felt obligated to allowed me to strip all those things away and realize what I really valued. And so I found out coffee was something I really valued, but I really valued the experience and those nicer lattes more than the Starbucks ones. So now I will go to a coffee shop and get whatever latte I want because I'm making coffee at home more than six days a week. I am I very rarely go to coffee shops now. Um, so I don't feel guilty
0: when I do spend my money on lattes. And that's the perfect lead into your third tip to spending the right way is letting go of guilt and shame, which is something I think a lot of us do And then it's very similar to eating where you sort of, if you have bad eating habits, maybe you hide them because you feel a little bit embarrassed about it. So you don't let people know, but it's still happening. Right. So I would budget for
1: coffee, like in our budget, but I would still feel guilty spending the money on it. Even if I had budgeted for it, it's such a weird feeling. And really the only explanation was that I just couldn't let go of the Guilt that I felt like my money should have been going to debt, or that I'm like not a good person because I'm not strong enough to stick to this budget. So, all these feelings, these lies I was telling myself, I really had to let go of and create boldness to spend how I wanted to spend.
0: And that feeds into the whole idea of what your book is about, which is about paying off your debt for good. Because if you don't learn how to spend the right way, you're never going to get a hold of your debt because you're having all these back and forth and conflicted emotions. And the truth is, most of us, I can't imagine a scenario where you can actually go through life and not spend. Some habits, you can just cut cold turkey. If you're a smoker, you can just decide I'm not smoking anymore. But as with things like food, if you like to eat, not that Mm -hmm. I'm looking in the mirror at myself, (laughs) but if you like to eat junk food and chocolate, it's just not realistic to just say I'm not going to eat. Same thing. It's not realistic to say I'm not going to spend. And given that, That really becomes a challenge when you are paying off debt because you can't go cold turkey. You can go close, but it's probably not sustainable. Exactly.
1: So the whole point in the book, Pay Off Your Debt for Good, is that a lot of people will start really excited about paying off their debt, really excited to become debt-free. But then something trips them up or they get unmotivated and they stop and they keep falling off the wagon. But just like you said, you can't go cold turkey on not spending on everything. You have to learn the skills to spend wisely. And so that includes forming the habits and then learning the psychology behind money to understand why you're spending the way that you're spending. And then create the resiliency and the life skills to be better at it. So learning... All of these things that I've included in the book, it's essentially 21 days of tasks that you can do in order to get a better grasp on how you spend money, how you make money, and all of your mindsets behind it so that you can sustain the journey to become debt free, which is usually a few years for people. It's really hard to quote unquote deprive yourself for several years to meet this goal. And so what I'm hoping to do in this book is to help people sustain that journey. So they don't feel like they're depriving themselves. They really feel like they're learning about themselves. They're becoming a better person, not just financially, but becoming a, a better human being, a better friend, a better spouse, and really taking advantage of all the things that this journey has to offer. Because in my debt-free journey, it was just two years, but I learned more about myself and my relationship and how my childhood affected me than I would have ever learned organically just over time if I was just going about life. And so I really want people to take advantage
0: of their debt-free journey that way. Okay. So last question. Besides coffee, what did you learn about yourself that was a surprise that you learned in your debt-free journey? And as an example of what kinds of things that people might discover if they go through this themselves, if they decide that they're really going to pay off their debt besides coffee, Jen? Yeah. Not that that's not extremely relevant to many people. Uh, There's very few other things in my life. Well,
1: my mindset for my life was just that I was going to be struggling with money just like everybody else. Like, I really believed that just because everybody else had debt. And I learned that stemmed from like a scarcity mindset in me. And it wasn't until I decided to pay off debt that I really imagined bigger things for my life, like a life where I don't have to be stressed with money, like a life where I can have career flexibility, all these things that seem silly to think of now, but I I just limited myself in my mindset so much. And it took this like really refining season to think that I could live a better life, like a a more rich life than my parents and my grandparents and
0: the people around me. And you have that now. I mean, you're married, you have a four-month-old, you're getting Mm -hmm. not that much sleep, but because you don't have to constantly be worrying about going to uh, different jobs and things like that, you have that flexibility. You have career flexibility that you, Mm -hmm. you wanted. So congratulations on that.
1: Thank you so much, yeah.
0: And where can people find out more about you? Obviously, your blog is Modern Frugality. Your podcast is The Frugal Friends. Tell us about your socials and where they can find the book.
1: Yeah, so I'm at Modern Frugality everywhere on social media and you can find the book on amazon available in audio kindle and paperback you can just search pay off your debt for good
0: and it'll be there awesome thank you so much
1: yes thanks for having me
0: So many great tips from Jen, and I'd love to hear your spending tips. Please DM me with them. I am on Instagram at bobbyrebel one on Twitter at bobbyrebel suggestions for topics and guests that you want to hear on the podcast, always welcome as well. And if you are not already subscribed to this podcast, please do that. We've got a lot of great episodes on deck for the holidays, and we want you to be there with us. Definitely check out Jen's new book, Pay Off Your Debt For Good, and big thanks to her for helping us all spend like financial grownups. Financial Grown Up with Bobby Rebell is edited and produced by Steve Stewart and is a BRK Media production.